Welcome to the New Beginnings Finding Your Purpose podcast. My name is Meredith Kendall and I'm the co-author of the 180 program. Today I want to talk about um, something that God has really been working on me with and basically it's, Lord, I am sorry for what I have made it. It's not about me. It's about you. And if we really are truthful, it usually says something like this. It is about me, Lord. It really isn't about you. So why do I want to share this? Past few weeks, God has been working on me, and it started with a simple prayer. Lord, break my heart for what breaks yours. I had been specifically praying about our community, and I wanted God to show me what was breaking his heart. When I heard the word self-worth and self-esteem, I was like, cool, I teach on this all the time. I got this. So I started to pen the words self-esteem, self-worth, self-confidence, and then I felt I needed to write the word pride and then the word idol. So I have a check in my spirit, so I put down the pen, close up my journal, because God surely couldn't be talking to me. Another week, another couple church services, on top of the fact that God has me studying Daniel and reading some books about church planning, we go to church and we sing a song by Matt Redman, and the lyrics go like this. I am coming back to the heart of worship, and it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus, and I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. When it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus. He really started getting my attention, and my prayer was, Lord, I am sorry. I am sorry for the things I have made it. So again, another church service, and we sing a song by Natalie Grant. Help me want the healer more than the healing. Help me want the Savior more than the saving. Help me want the giver more than the giving. And oh, help me want Jesus more than anything. I have once again been marinating on this for the last week. And my prayer is that I do want the healer more than the healing. And I want the Savior and I want you, Jesus, more than anything. Most of you may know that I have been dealing with some uh, asthma issues and stuff, and I've been praying for God to heal me. And the song really hit me because it was like, do I want the healing or do I want the healer? Good question, right? So now you pack up to this weekend that just passed, and we go to church that's over 20 minutes away from the other two churches that we had gone to recently. And the points of the sermon are this, overcome the lies. Again, I'm thinking, I got this. I teach on this all the time. To overcome the lies of Satan that Satan tells you, the lies like, you're not good enough. Then the sermon gets started, and the first thing the pastor says is that Satan started in Genesis. And he has gotten us to believe the lie that says we are independent and we have the right to live as we wish. He also talked about the lie that Satan uses that says, I have everything within myself to be what I was created to be, and to become what I was designed to do. God, at this point, is saying, uh, do you see a theme? When I get home, I open up my notes from a previous Sunday sermon, and I have written, one of the reasons we may not hear the Holy Spirit is that our sin takes up too much space. And I've written the words, pride, I can do it, and I'll save you, God, for other things. So it is no surprise to anyone, um, that who spends a few hours with me, that I am a hyper A personality. Ask any of the guys or girls in jail that I teach, 
and they will tell you that I am a choleric through and through, and they only spend an hour with me for eight weeks at a time. So I could use the excuse, you made me this way, God, or I could realize that there is a fine line between being the leader that God made me to be and making it an idol. There's a fine line between, being, between having so much self-confidence that it becomes an idol. It becomes pride. The definition of idol is anything that is greatly admired, loved, or revered. Let me read that again. The definition of idol is anything that is greatly admired, loved, or revered. So if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you know that I teach on overcoming your past, becoming all that God has made you to be. But one of the things that I have taken away from the past few weeks, this last month, I guess, is that God is asking me to be more bold about the God part, the reliance on Him. He gave us our gifts, not so that we can become a stumbling blocks of our faith, but to use them to bring others to faith. Humility. Be humble. So all in all, I am sorry, Lord, for everything I have made it because it is only about you. And when I forget that, it becomes pride and pride is sin. And when too much sin, pride, takes up too much space in my head, I won't be able to hear the Holy Spirit. So as we go through the day, remember that there is a fine line between self-reliant, as in going to work and taking care of your family, which Paul talks about in Thessalonians, and telling God, I can do all things by myself. So I want to leave you with this from John 15. We're all familiar with verse 5. It says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. But verse 7 has a new meaning to me. If you were running a good, you were running a good race, who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? Verse 7 again. You were running a good race. Who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? Sometimes I think the person who cut in on you is you and your pride. Again, I'm talking to myself. So sometimes I think the person who cuts in on me is myself, my pride, forgetting to be humble, forgetting to have humility. And I think part of this comes from what we call flattery. People are always telling you you're doing a good job or you're doing a great thing or something like that. And when I was doing real estate back in the early 2000s, People were like, you know, you're not supposed to be able to like get your first paycheck in 30 days. And I did. And then I had all these great sales and everything. But I look at things today and I say, you know what? I was nothing without God. God did all of that for me. And for that, I am eternally grateful. And I cannot wait to see what all he's going to do now that I'm getting back to the worship back to being the humility, being back to the humbleness that God has asked us to be as we are his uh, mouthpiece, his, his hands, his feet on this earth for no other reason but to make him known. Have a great day.